1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people
2: today. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery.
0: Hey, electrical contractors. I'm Matt from ABB. Are rising costs and product delays keeping you up at night? We can help you contractor better. ABB's contractor resources are designed to help you increase productivity and profitability on your commercial construction projects. Check out contractor better today. Visit go.abb slash contractor
1: South Yorkshire and BBC Really Field
0: Here's Odijay Trying to get the better of Risa Using good body strength In towards Howard Down he goes And Barnsley claiming a penalty there And Martin Atkinson not giving it Big, big Decision right at the end of the game in added time Adige goes up for it away by Carragher Howard's there once more still it's Howard still going oh yes he's won
3: Diagonal cross here, but uh, Van Hummage has come up as well, that is a diagonal cross, it is Odeje, it's a goal from Barnsley, and it's Coyote Odeje, in the 66th minute, and Oakwell has gone wild.
0: Well. Truly, really, he can't keep strike with Ashley Ward, his movement's too good. He. Across
4: cross comes Hignett,
2: He's still in here, Dyer, and
4: he's finished the job. And that is awful defending for Birmingham. Barnsley do not care. The fans behind the goal ecstatic. And Bruce Dyer sent on as a
2: first-half substitute, has guaranteed a second goal for Barnsley.
0: What a gamble to play off. Now well, he's got no support. They have to turn and feed it to Marcel. Now then, Clint Marcel. Around and finding Hamill. And inside he comes. That's what he wants to do.
5: Oh, that is wonderful. He
3: just loves this place. Another stunning goal from Adam Hamill of Barnsley. Again, the big player for Barnsley, the big build-up. We're looking at him to deliver, to produce. Paul he bottom just behind, and they're right behind. My word has he produced, what an absolute outstanding finish this is, he knows exactly where he wants to put it, this is a player at the top of his game, enjoying his football, enjoying his life, look at that.
6: Good afternoon, I'm Chris Mason, he's Carlo van der Wateren and you're listening to the Reds report on the Vibe. Another Saturday goes by, another Barnsley win great for an hour and a hard slog thereafter but not everything is straightforward in football however what is straightforward is three points is three points no matter what the method a few grumbles amongst home supporters were talked about by the manager at full time, we'll dissect the Gillingham game and the words from Herr Stendel last night the Reds against the Reds won against Oldham in the AFL trophy and that's as much as we'll cover about that competition on today's show we'll hear from Daniel Stendel with the weekly post-match press conference and Gauthier Ganae with his post-transfer window club roundup we went to the pictures Monday evening and had a. Bloody good time if you 're not going to the lamp room before the end of the week here 's our advice buy the dvd we 'll get all the lowdown on the new daydream believers film from Matt, Matty Goodwin who joins us in the studio and After Kenneth Dougal won your red report player of the month for august we 'll see who gets your vote for the goal of the month. I think we 've got an idea who might just run away with that one. All this and more on the Red report sponsored by Opium Indie Bar, Barnsley live on the Vibe app online through the streamer app and the My Tuner app today. And that is it. We'll get straight into things on the Red Report. I'm here with Carlo van der Watering and Matty Goodwin as well. Afternoon, lads. How
5: are we doing? i'm uh,
6: Doing superb as well. Lads, listen, you look at what happened um, at the weekend. Another three points for Barnes that we just spoke about, didn't we? That, um, it wasn't simple for the last half an hour, Carlo, but in the end, it's three points for the Reds and that's what people need to really look at.
5: I think so. I think the result is far more important. Um, you know, if you think we're gonna trance everybody four 0 like we did Oxford, um it's not gonna happen, is it? It's just not gonna happen. And I think what it's just cliche of a game of two halves, but it, it you know, Gillingham in the second half I think started doing to us what we did to them. And it it just took some organizing. But in the end we held out and it's a result that you know, surely it's a result that counts. Do you think the game's su- a it helped us a lot more
6: that Gillingham came for a game of football at the weekend, because AFC Wimbledon a fortnight before that didn't, and Gillingham came out of their shell, and it gave us an opportunity to show what we were all about.
5: Yeah, but I think historical, So I think we've always played better against teams that come to play football, you know, if, if team wants to play, we've always played better against the better sides as well, And but yeah they came, you know, they weren't out of it and as soon as they got the goal back, we, you know, we had a game on our hands, and sometimes it, it, it might not be pretty but i'm sure everybody will agree that you know when you go one meeting into september you're having a good season aren't you
6: again again a settled back for carlo we've spoke about that a lot this season um now zeki Fryes is back in training a little bit of added pressure on danny Pinalos. he wasn't a favorite amongst the supporters was he towards the end of last season when he came in but he's he slotted in well as an left back and obviously was involved in the incident for the penalty
5: yeah and you know whether it was a penalty we'll leave that for another show um But I think, we said it last week didn't we, I think a settled back four has helped Adam Davies and um, one of the reasons we're playing and we're scoring the goals is because we're not chopping and changing and that's what we've been doing for the last few months, towards the end of last season as well, and he's, he's clearly got his first 11, and um, the interesting thing will be now we've got some international call-ups, who's going to fill those gaps?
6: Certainly. Matty, we're into September, we haven't had a weekend ruined by the football
0: yet, that's that's very rare, isn't it, as a Bowser supporter? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I think so. Um, everyone was thinking it was going to be, um, you know, a, a really tough sort of transition, but We've probably looked to the other teams that, that went down um, and regrouped and managed to bounce straight back up last season. Uh, Blackburn, Wigan and, and Rotherham. But I, that's also showing, I think, that there's a gulf now between League One and the, and the Championship, as there is between um, the Premier League and, and the Championship as well. well. I think we said in the
6: summer that those three teams going up, I think, helped Barnsley's cause. and We, we got scoffed at a little bit, to be fair. We've, and, but you look at Wigan, who very the perennial up and downers from that division. Blackburn spent big, Rotherham yeah, they went down with a whimper from the Championship, but they're always top end of League One. So when you see those three teams go up and you look at what they managed to keep a hold of, you had to be optimistic, Matty, didn't you?
0: Yeah, and let's not forget that um, we've chopped and changed not only the squad, but the management as well. Um, so, you know, to have that much success that we've had so far throughout August in such such a short space of time... I think it's a minor miracle in itself. Um, So, you know, that precedent was set early on, weren't it, beating Oxford 4-0 and suddenly everyone's thinking, oh, we're going to run away with this league. So I think we just need to to calm it down a little bit, take a bit of stock because teams are going to come and and try and frustrate us. I mean, Carlo, we
6: saw Gautier um, at full-time against Oxford and there's that clip of him where he's smiling at the cameras near the tunnel. Do you think the, the club are surprised at the actual start, to be fair?
5: Yeah, I think they, they came out fighting in the beginning of the season of, you know, the board expect, you know, promotion, the manager of the head coach wants promotion. Um, fully agree with what, what Matty is saying. Um, you know, we've, we've changed now, we're fully under the new ownership. We've got a new manager in who doesn't really speak the language. He only came in, was it, six, seven weeks before the start of the season. Yeah. Um, the luck was that we, we, we had a settled squad. I know we said we wanted promotion and we wanted to play, you know, nice to watch football. But to get that from the first match, it, it, it probably is a minor minute miracle. The problem is, expectations have now been set. and we're going to talk about it later about Stendhal's reaction towards sort of like the second half uh, against Gillingham. But that's supporters, isn't it? We get inspired with what we see on the pitch. We go 1 0 up, in the 12th minute of the first match of the season, everybody starts singing.
0: Yeah, I think um, it's difficult when a manager does that because it seems. It might seem to some supporters that he's taking them on a little bit. I don't think that was no, the case not, at all. No. Um, he was just asking for that little bit of support. He's, like, you know, Carl says sometimes the fans, yeah, they do need inspiring, but how can you have not been inspired by August and that opening 90 minutes a, a, against Oxford United? I mean, and the hour got against point. Gillingham, to be fair, yeah, that first exactly. hour was, was, was at as best so again and being able to be as best. It is that you know, give and take, isn't it, relationship football with the fans, with, with the team. So I'd, I, I've got to side, side with Daniel on, on that one. And I think it's, is
6: it three from three, Carlo, then, because I think I, I side with the manager for sure on that. Yeah,
5: completely. And I think sometimes, and, and I'm not blaming, I think sometimes what he says gets a little bit lost in translation because his English, it's, it's not, I mean, it's it's a lot better than what it was, but it's not fully there yet. And you know what? Barnsley fans are famous for it. We, we still argue on the terraces at match day whether you know Brad Potts should be playing or not or that Cavari's not a footballer. It don't matter to me. To me, it's the 11, that's the end of the results we're achieving.
6: You look at the 11, Matt, and he seems to have his settled side now. Um, George Moncur, for myself and Carlo, feel that he's better coming off the bench. I think we're seeing the best from George Moncur when he's not starting games. Do you think the manager's now got a trusted... Fourteen players, fifteen players that he knows he can put out there now.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, but the thing is, with, with Daniel as well, he, he's he's learning the game. He's learning the English game. It's it's the third tier of English football. When you think about it, he's he's come from from managing in you know in front of fifty odd thousand. So you know, and he's he's sort of. It's sort of trial and error, isn't it? He's learning from the players as they play as well. So he's learning about the squad, he's, he's learning about what he's capable of as a manager and what his, his staff are capable of as well. So, But yeah, I, I do think you're right and, and it's nice that we've had that sort of settled side. I do think like you, you touched upon the nature of us Barnsley folk is that we are very critical and I think sometimes we do like to... Pick out a scapegoat, don't we? Like Danny Pinios. P- 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 it was, it, yeah. You know, I, he, he's, I don't think he's he's not a bad technical player, and he's putting some decent crosses. He's
6: a modern and, defender, Matty. Yeah, modern defenders don't fullbacks, to be fair, don't really defend like they used to do, do no, they? But
5: I, I think players only get better when they play, you know. And sometimes you need to play. And and when John Stones first started, and then he came into the first team, you know, he wasn't a footballer. He is now you get better by playing matches and by learning from mistakes. And um, We've seen a lot of players we we said earlier that they've seen different players this year than they were last year, yeah, and I think that's about confidence, and that comes from sort of like you know instructions from the bench and how confident they feel playing do
6: you think in a word then Matty, do you think the coaching staff will be happy with the start they've made, or do you, do do they not look at that they've got to be happy haven't they? they've come to a new country and they've put their reputations on the line to be fair, in a
5: word, absolutely. Yeah a couple of words beside the breakfast because apparently that's a bit of an issue they have to be happy
6: they have to be happy we're going to hear from Daniel Stendhal after the short break on the Reds Report
1: the Reds Report on BCR the number one show for Barnsley fans
4: fell heavy
3: into your arms these days of darkness which we've known will blow away
4: Inside my heart So tame my flesh And fix my eyes I tethered my
1: CR, the number one show for Barnsley fans.
7: First 60, 65 minutes very satisfied. Then we control the game and um, I think we, we have enough chance to to go in front three uh, 0 And uh, then we sleep one 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 uh, second and uh, after the uh, corner kick and then um, yeah you notice that we uh, we have a, a young team and. Um, um the the crowd was uh a little bit nervously and uh, in this moment we we need more more uh what is Unterstützung Encouragement. M more encouragement m from the from from the squad uh from the crowd, then. uh it's not too easy. We we play very good, and it's it's easy to to celebrate when we win 4-0, 0 in front. But in this moment, we we need the supporters for help the young team. It's it's not too easy every time to play the best team and control the game. Every every game win and. This was in the last 20 minutes. Okay, uh, our our game was in last 20 minutes too 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 hectical and uh, we we not really control in the game. We lose too too much ball in and in, in a hall from from Gillingham and then it's uh, uh, we have a little problems with uh, with the the long boards, with the counterattacks from from Gillingham and uh, and the end uh, I think. Also, when uh, the game 2-1 we uh, we win very very satisfied when you look at the last 20 minutes uh, what is it about the game that that changed and, and can your team keep up the intensity that we saw up until that point so denken die in den letzten 20 yeah, it's just so schwer so 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 short after the game to say, oh, that that is the the reason for for the last 20 minutes. I think. Uh um, we we take the, the best from this game. That was 60 minutes, very good. Uh, I thought uh, the same uh, the squad uh, in in the dressing room, and we learn every game. This was the sixth game in the league, and we have enough games to, to learn. And uh, and I think uh, we 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 play uh, in the next games in a, in in the end of the season. We play 90 minutes, that what we want, and then. Uh, We are satisfied. What's it like having a striker like Kiefer Moore at the moment, who is just so confident right now? Yeah, he he scored uh, um, two times today, but um, I think um, yeah, it's very important when you have a striker that they scored in in the in the in the important moment. Um, But um, I think the. The player or a player uh, give him the chance to to score and um, it is a part from 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 the squad apart from this team and the same i can say to to Ethan or liam uh, in, in the defense uh, when every uh, headboard every duet, it's it's a it's a um, performance from all player on the pitch. We we need a striker there scored. We need the defender there win the duets. We need player in the midfield uh, um, the, um uh, win the duets uh, in the defense and play uh, in front. And uh, we need uh cross for for And I think uh, all together is... Uh, it's very important for us, and one uh, apart, one today, uh, important part was...
1: Uh, keep- the Reds report on BCR, the number one show
6: for Barnsley fans. So a very happy manager with the three points, and a frustrated manager as well, because like, like Matty says, not taking the fans on whatsoever, but just saying, young squad, it's a young squad.
5: Yeah, and I think there's you know as as, as supporters we've got a role to play. Of, of course, we're there to enjoy and we're there to cheer. But I think sometimes it's easy to cheer, you know, to cheer when you're three 0 up. But I think when you're two 0 up and the other team is coming back into the match, that's when we also need the singing and the chanting and the clapping and everything else. And I think we just get nervous. We've been through an eighteen month period where sometimes the football wasn't fantastic. We couldn't win a match for pudding. So you know, when you see another team coming back into it, you're still two one up, but you know the threatening. You know, your fingers start climbing up, don't you? And, and and I think that's where the nervousness then sets in. But it's all about having faith in in, in the team because they're doing well.
6: It certainly, is that's in the back wind, in the rear view window now. Walsall at the weekend coming up. We'll talk about that later on. But you've heard his voice through the first quarter of our show. Matty Goodwin's with us. He's freelance journalist for Rotherham United, Lincoln, and Derby, and a producer on the Daydream Believers. Me and Carlo went to the pictures Monday, had a great time, enjoyed the film. Matty's here to tell us all about that now. Matty. Floor's yours,
0: mate. <laughs> I don't want to give any spoilers away, though. But I tell you something: bounds will get relegated at the end of it. So, <laughs> yeah, we all we all um, we all got the tissues out at the end there. Thanks for that, mate. Yeah, I hope I've not
6: spoilt
5: it for anyone. As a, as a starter, for t- how did it, how did the idea came about, and how did you get to be involved in such an amazing project?
0: Uh, well, it's all all down to Chris. Uh, Chris Johnson and and Liam Dyson really Um, Liam as you you full well know that he's got such a a great get up and go attitude and and, you know number one for organisational skills Uh, Chris is someone I've known uh, probably about twelve years now, um, and first time I ever met Chris, he just had a night out and he told me that he were a cameraman and I didn't believe him because he'd just been on an absolute session, and <laughs> it took me a while to actually believe him. But and it turns out actually he's a talented one. And Chris has he's helped me out a, a lot of it years coming down to the club and, and filming stuff for me. We once sat down with King Eric, the real King King Eric Winstanley and we sat down with him for four hours once, and Chris helped me out on that. And um, you know we we talked about that sometimes but you know I think he went to the right person with Liam or I think Liam might have approached Chris I'm not sure exactly on that but yeah with their idea and um, obviously with the lads having having proper jobs so to speak they uh, uh, very kindly asked me if I'd like to get involved and which were you know a real sort of privilege and you know I just helped out interviewing a couple of lads and offering a bit of advice here and there but it was an immense team effort and there's some very talented lads working on the Liam Swan, Jamie Wallman Simon Lindley um, along with editor um, Mike Eccles as well um, and everyone sort of mucked in on, and helped out on each on certain parts And as Barnsley fans That's why it were You know it, I said it the other night People were saying Oh is it an amateur production And I actually educated them And said "Well, Amateur derives from the Latin Amat For the love So yeah In a, in a sense It is an amateur production But professionally done It, it yeah. was done for the love And also for a great cause As well in the tiny arts appeal
6: Exactly And you know That's superb And everything's going back Into the town now With it being at the lamp room And things like that Because as you said to us Before we come in People working them doors For is it seven nights And, and things like that. They, they work for free, don't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, the uh, volunteers there. and I noticed one of the Barnsley fans as well working the door. Um, it was a chat we bumped into when we went we went round and did the B part of it campaign with Lee Johnson in the in the uh, branded car key, the Kia car, mm-hmm. and we knocked on this door and it was him and it, it was the classic. Cool, oh, I'm going to go for my pot noodle now. That one, if people can remember, <laughs> um, so that's still on YouTube. That so have a Google of that. It's a good laugh because Lee Johnson actually talks about um, Connor Hurahan and, and Sam Winnell not being able to play together in a four four two. So another. Interesting point, but I digress. Um, but yeah, what a perfect setting the lamp room was as well with was, you know, yeah. the old mining lamps as well. And um, you know, tonight's the third night the public showing. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be there tonight. I was there last night and there Monday uh, after the pre- uh, premiere on, on Sunday, and it was great to see last night the the people. Enjoying it, I was nervous, uh, as were all of the lads. Um, but we were excited as well for them to see it because it's so much work going into it, going into it, and for them to see that final product, we were just just really proud. And the reaction has been phenomenal, so overwhelming.
5: And I think it's fair to say, isn't it, that it's it's. You know, you mentioned a group of people there that were involved in in making this happen. Um, that wasn't about hiring a community room in Kendry and getting some players in, because you've been all over to interview these players. Yeah. But also the the finances to make this happen. Again, it's back to the fans, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. it was a sort of was it a crowdfunding campaign yeah. to get it all going.
0: Yeah, that's right, and a few um, commercial uh, sponsors as well. Um, you can mention them if you want. Yeah, I think, okay. well, we had, um, I don't want to miss anyone out, but I know we definitely had um, Hazelden, Volkswagen, um, but as you mentioned, the fans as well, which, when you think about it, it's quite spectacular, really, because it was completely blind faith, wasn't it, from from the Barnsley public? Um, we said we are going to do a film, but, you know were we going to deliver um i like to think that we did but the people really have put put faith in us and we're really looking forward to to getting them that that dvd um as as soon as we possibly can
6: excellent i wanted to ask you matty obviously we know the story and we know what it was all about but you know when you're making it did you envisage a beginning a middle and an end if you if you get what i mean because obviously you had to talk to people and certain players you asked about certain subjects was there an idea as you were going into it in that respect
0: uh, well, yeah, we um, the writer, uh, Liam Swan, um, you know, another talented young man from, from Barnsley, um, he knew what he was doing. But I, I think the key thing was, we knew that there was a story there, certainly Liam and, and Chris knew that there was a story there. Um, but the, the beauty of it was it was told so beautifully and fairly, like, poetically and, and, and so emotionally by the people, by the talking heads. So we didn't really have to... You know, that much sort of meat on the bones they, did, they really did it for us And there were some fantastic speakers in the film I don't want to ruin it But there were like, you know, Chris Skidmore from the NUM Speaking so well Ariane Dezou Fantastic uh, Fjord often and, and those last two I mentioned English is their second language show, But they came across so well So well And the beautiful line at the end from Ariane saying Barnsley folk, um, rough on the edge but warm on the inside, summed it up just so beautifully.
6: Well, nice to hear from Scott Jones as well, wasn't it, Carlo, in that? Because Scott got that bad injury and he played for John the year after and scored a couple of good goals for Barnsley and, and, and established himself in that side, but injuries ruined it for Scott and he seemed very emotional when he talked about I wasn't able to achieve what I did at Barnsley, and it, it, it was sad to see, but also nice to see that he had the opportunity to to put that on
5: screen for everybody, Scott. But this was the beauty, and this is when you know when it's been done right, when every single, and we're not going to mention names, because people will be going tonight and, and up to, is it Saturday or Friday night? Sunday. Up to Sunday night, so you know we're not going to spoil it, but every person that played a part for Barnsley FC, whether on the pitch or off the pitch the love, the emotion they, they 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 talk with all these years later, it just means something to them. I was sat, um, obviously because we went together, and then I, I was driving home and I'm thinking, it takes something very special to get a group of four blokes to go to the cinema these days. Because you don't, do you? No. I've been looking forward to it, obviously, talking to Chris. You talked about the crowdfunding. I think one of the things that will probably help is people people that know the work that you've done, the work that Chris does and the work that Liam done, you know, we've given money before to things, i.e. the fanzine that always delivered, that was always good, the events yeah. that, that he's put on. So, you know, that faith was there. I donated the 20 quid because I knew I wanted to be part of it in a very small way of, of, of making it possible. And on the night, the emotion that you see from people, you look around and there's, there's blokes that, well I'm 40 odd but 50, 60 sort of shedding tears and wiping them away because the emotions we felt at that time are coming back Danny, and, did. And Danny did didn't he yeah yeah. and I think if, if if you can do that you've nailed it haven't you and then you see John Dennis in the crowd again
6: he, John Dennis obviously at the Premier we saw him there Monday was he there last night as well John
0: yeah he uh, yeah, was well, I, I watched it um, with John on uh, last Thursday I think we went for a test run yeah and um, there was Chris and Liam there um, and after it had finished John got up, looked at us, and we said, what do you think? And he went, he just did that. And he couldn't speak. He, he was literally speechless. And I never said the word literally unless I mean it, because yeah. I hate that it's overused, the word. But he was literally speechless. He, he did not have any words. He was just stunned by it, which you know says a lot.
6: And I think it might John was... He was very prominent in the film, I think. The thread throughout was actually John Dennis a lot of the time, wasn't it? And I mentioned John Henry earlier, but John Dennis... He's will have changed a lot of opinions for Barnsley fans during that film because I think you saw the real John Dennis in that film and not the ones that fans really had to go up back in the day.
0: Yeah, and I think um, same Mike same Mike go. Maybe not as far, but for Chris Morgan as well. fan yeah, that He's yeah, the yeah, actually a fan of the club and going to a West Brom game with his dad. And there's footage of him celebrating as a ball boy as well on the 100 Great Goals DVD of, yeah. of a goal that went in. Um, but also, yeah, you touched upon that. I just wanted to make a point on how unique that story is as well, that it was a bouncy man in, in charge, of the chairman, whose dad was a bouncy yeah. man, who'd, who'd made, his, made a bob or two off selling fruit and veg. Now, that's not Russian... Russian oil money Is it that's, nope. that's proper You know Walking up Grove Street And, and seeing lights And being inspired by it Not yep. someone who reckons They're a fan of football yep. That's a proper Barnsley man Whose son took over and, and you know And took us up there
6: What I loved all the way through Is when John kept saying They've asked me If we've got any money And they asked me <laughs> um, I, uh, I'll, I, Can we get Ashley Ward in Well have we got any money John Yeah yeah we've got some money And he knocked him down 200 grand Just stuff like that Where they were asking oh, Well have we got any money John Well I
5: can find some And that's what was brilliant about it you still work in football now. Has has that changed? I know if you look at Barnsley and the ownership and everything else, but the film portrays to me where a club was—dare I say—more as a one where a chairman would talk to the players and to the coaches, and it seemed everybody sort of knew each other and it fitted. Is that still the case, or is it now not only at Barnsley with foreign ownership, has that changed at all?
0: Um, it's a tough one. I can't really speak for you know knowing the 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 cogs of every single club no. that I'm involved with but I th- I think it must have done I think maybe certainly like in terms of like departments there's you know a lot of segregation these days isn't yeah, there it's not a case of there. like having one office and you know um it might have been the case when hecky were doing you know painting lines on Oakwell last last season as well as managing and driving bus um but um but no I think it, I think it has changed whether that's for the better I'm not so sure um, But You know it's, it's It's gone big with You know The commercial side as well Hasn't it And it's all about You know Making the money and stuff But yeah, I remember turning up at training on uh, after you know after training and and getting like Paul Wilkinson and Neil Redfern to sign me Red Puma Kings and you could yeah. meet them and be amongst them and d- 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 be in town. Um, if you go in even further back, I remember the likes of when I was chatting with Ken Oliver. Older listeners will remember him from the sixties, a great goal scorer for Barnsley. He told me that you know he used to walk to a match with the fans, and even his son was born at Barnsley Hospital in the Saturday morning, and he walked down to the ground and scored yeah, that trick that afternoon. So yeah. I, 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 I can't speak for every single club, but unfortunately, yeah, it, it has changed. and I, I don't think it's for the better.
5: We don't want to give too much away because that wouldn't be fair. Because people need to go to Lamp Room Because I think part of the experience is when the lights go out and you know the big wide screen. For those that couldn't get any tickets, you know, we sort of laugh because we got them and we thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to get their hands on the DVD, where do they need to go? When they can expect it? What, what other ways are there of, of watching this this production?
0: Uh, well, we, we can't really guarantee that um, a delivery date just yet. Uh, it's, you know, as soon as everything's out of the way this week, that's it's going to be the priority. But uh, to get older one for the pre-order, um, it's uh, daydream-believers.co.uk. Follow us on Twitter at D Dream believers as well, and, and we'll happily, um, you know, get in touch and, and message you. Um, it's not gone to his heads. Don't worry about that. Certainly hasn't. No, I think the highest compliment I can pay is I said to Carlo when I left.
6: When my son's old enough, when he's born, I will, he will I will show him the DVD, yeah. and he and he'll understand everything from there from that moment forward. <laughs> and that's the biggest yeah. compliment I can pay you, lads. That I want to show my son, who's not even born yet, what that's all about.
0: That's brilliant, and that's what it's, that's what it's all about. And it's so humbling to hear that as well. You know, having two little lads myself, I, I can't can't wait for him to see it and understand it because I think you know this is going to be the definitive. Documentary of of that time of Barnsley Football Club's most successful period, is not it? So, you know, it, and it's such a, a such a privilege, and I, I just hope that we've we've done it justice.
5: And I think as well, when we say it, you know, will it be repeated in in five, six, seven, eight, whenever years time, Barnsley might get promoted to the Premiership again. But the backdrop of what was happening in the country and everything else, that will hopefully never be repeated again. I think and that's what the meaning and the emotions that came from the film. Again, I mean, th- th- fantastic compliment, Chris. I, I just said to my wife when I came back, I wasn't speaking because she says, What was it about? And I said, The wife that, said
6: the same thing. Exactly what was it about? Thing. And I
5: of explaining. And unless you go to Oakwell and you follow the Reds mm-hmm. and you have the Tuesday nights where it's raining and you don't get it and you sign a player, and it's not, if you're a fan, you understand it, don't you? And, I, but you know, the, the quality. And I said to you before we went on air, you know, you're all right, emailing or texting Ari Anders here, we're making film, can we come over? That could be two blogs with your Nokia, just making a bit of a you know, a them. It was, yeah. you know, the cameras, everything. Yeah. And for people to agree to that, there must still be some affinity with the club.
0: You mentioned about like the cameras there. Um Chris and Liam got up one morning, uh, probably about four AM to To go and get some beautiful shots, as you saw uh, the sun rising over Oakwell, which Mm -hmm. really are beautiful, aren't they? Yeah, they are, man. Some textbook uh, camera work to quote Alan Partridge, absolute textbook from Chris. (laughs) Um, But uh, but yeah, there really is. There's there's lots of different things um, in it, like you know, with the quotes and whatnot, and um, the little sub stories, uh, like with Neil Redfern with the McDonald's gold cards, the fact that Scott Jones was um, you know shopping on the morning of him being told. He was going to be playing against Manuel, but I don't want to ruin it too much. No, um, but yeah, they're in for a real treat if uh, if they've got tickets. I hope.
6: They certainly, Aaron, as Matty alluded to earlier, he was there last night. Uh, watching his film again once more and he bumped into a certain Mr Paul Heckingbottom and here's what Paul had to say when he spoke to Matty after the show last night
1: The Reds Report on BCR,
0: the number one show for Barnsley fans What about you logistically that day then against Bradford? you remember, were you rushing yeah. to hear about, how did you hear about the score? I had it in the car so, but again there's a story in there
2: about switching channels and that you know you weren't media like weren't like Too it is distant. now yeah weren't like it is now I had a national one on. in the squad for Sunderland game um, obviously you had to report weren't in the, the I can't remember how many numbers it was 16 then probably something like that mm-hmm. might have been 14 it could have been weren't in that uh, you, you know you've got to watch the game but I had to get down as quick as possible on my front me family, friends with the game. My brother were actually a YTS for those two years. It's documented in their yeah. first year because he's the journey to the Premier, second year in the Premier League, so a big couple of years for him. So they were all at the game and I had to get down. So literally, as soon as it kicked off, I just set off. Um, yeah, radio on the way down. I think i had my escort then. It might be. me. I think it would be blue escort. And coming down, national radio way down updates. Uh, but I remember picking up it would have been uh, if I'm guessing it would have been it have been Sheffield or Alan. yeah uh, didn't go home my mum and dad at the time came straight into town and Clint scored Clint scored as was well coming to town the town was rammed anyway so The Reds report
1: on BCR
2: the number one uh, show for Barnsley fans that right. We controlled the game and
7: um, I think we have enough chance to
4: It's a preference for the habitual voyeur of what is known as A morning soup can be avoided if you take a route straight through what is known as if John's got brewers' fruit, he gets intimidated by the dirty pigeons They love a bit of him Who's that couple Lord marching? You should cut down on your pork life, mate, get some exercise
1: your tablet at home on the go this is BCR jump into the music
3: Grey and Wednesday to Thursday I don't care about you
1: Show for
6: Barnsley fans. And We're back on the Reds report. We banged a little poll up before the show, and it was the goal of the month. There's been a lot of goals in August, and we had to pick four. So don't be uh, don't be asked with us. We, we we gave it as best shot. Don't judge so us. We went Mamadou Tiami's second goal against Oxford, and I was speaking to Matty before we came in. Better of the two, Matty wasn't it? Because he, he took it first
0: time, didn't he? Yeah, second one and uh, his first one. I'm not having that Dimi Cavari meant to pass it to him, <laughs> it looked like he dragged it to me. Yeah. What do you think
6: Carlo, the second one the better one for? Yeah, for second, Mamadou
5: there. Yeah second one definitely. And
6: then we went Brad Potts against Oxford, good run from from midfield, it broke to Potts and the finish looked a, a bit of class didn't it from him to be fair because he spun on a sixpence and, and he rifled it in that top corner.
0: Yeah, Is that the one where he was charging forward as well, about 40-50 yards with the ball? He looked immense, didn't he, when he did that?
6: Yeah, he certainly did. And then you've got, obviously, we went for Kiefer Moore's third one against Rochdale, and the one that's ran away with it, Cavari at Scunthorpe, so he's, he's ran away with it. He won... He's been nominated for the EFL Player of the Month um, and he's won our Goal of the Month, Carlo. And deservedly, deservedly so, I think, because he had a bit of everything at Scunthorpe, didn't he? Penalty given away, an assist and a goal.
5: So he, yeah, he didn't necessarily you know, have a good match, but he made up for it with a wonder strike, wasn't it?
6: we certainly did. Uh, lads, go organized on an interview. Um, I think yesterday, was it? Yeah, Possibly yeah, Monday and released yesterday. State of the club affairs and when you when you listen to the new transfer window, there's the impression that it's probably going to get scrapped the way the Football League are doing it and would we'll probably go in line with the Premier League next year.
5: Something needs to be you can't say the transfer period finishes on the ninth of August, but you can still permanently buy somebody by loaning them first for six months because that's just you know, it don't work. It's either one or the other, isn't it? So um for me it was a step in the right direction. Doesn't really work. Let's follow and let's just say this is the deadline for you know permanence. And then you have a loan. You, you have a window where it's loans, loans only, and that's it. Because it just seems, and you're not going to get much, are you? You're not going to be able to loan somebody because they would have to then find somebody to loan in, and it it, it just becomes ugly, doesn't it?
6: It does. And then he mentioned in the interview as well, and we'll we'll put it on in a, in a couple of minutes that. We couldn't get a loan player from the Premier League because the Premier League completely shut down on the, that so it it, it even stopped loan players coming in from the Premier League. I, I don't know if it stopped
5: loan players coming in. That's I, what he said. Yeah, I think one of the things was that, that was asked was if 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 you get somebody in from the Premier League, they can then bring somebody else in. But that's I don't right. know if, if if the younger players, if you if you loan and uh, you know a twenty-one-year-old from Liverpool or Everton, I don't know if they necessarily replace that person within their but, squad or you know, but um. I think the whole point of it though, which I I really like is, so technically I suppose we have two lone players. Yeah. Yeah. But they're really ours because we have an option to buy. So we're not relying, like other seasons where, how many times have we said that the the class player is always somebody that's not really ours? Um, We've talked about Matthew James, you know, at times it was Joe Williams. So I think moving away from, you know, the, the loan players actually making a mass. although initially on the loan has to be the right step for the club, because they still fit the profile.
6: Would you end it, Matty, the day before the first game or would you end it in August, at the end of August? How would you do it?
0: Well, what I'd, it'd have to be one that blankets the whole of the world, really, let alone Europe, because if a big club comes in and just wants to pinch one of your players, what are you going to do? You, you're absolutely screwed, aren't you? And it's it's got to be something that, that works for every single team, but the there's a bigger problem here in the fact that Premier League clubs are hoarding players, in in essence, yeah. nicking players from you know, us, other teams, League One, League Two, Championship, whatever, um, and they stockpiling these players and then loaning them out, 30 players at a time. If you look at Chelsea yeah. a couple of seasons ago, I think they had 34 players, did they? Out? They did, yeah. Enough to populate yeah. two squads now. That's not right. And then that brings on to that other point of, you know, we said we're not going to cover the Checker Trade Trophy. And that's why, because they're putting players in, teams in for under-21s, under-23s, whatever. So, you know, it needs to be black and white, a, a blanket approach um, and something that, that suits everyone, not not just the big teams and, and, and foreign teams.
6: Yeah, certainly. And then th- just one quick last point on it, Carlo, is that, like Matty says, it, it's got a blanket up o- the whole of Europe because Premier League teams people said they don't the reason they wanted it to end early is because they don't have players Then sat, they, they know their squads they've not got players that are unhappy all the way till the end of August till Harry Redknapp pulls up in his car and hangs his arm out the window but with Europe not having the same transfer window Akirian Trippier could have kicked off a right stink at Spurs because he might have wanted to go to Real Madrid because he still had that opportunity to do so so it's got a it's got a blanket the whole of Europe hasn't it still for the fact that Premier League players could still be unhappy from the 4th of August when it up because Real Madrid could come and get him before the end of the month.
5: Yeah, definitely. If if It's it's all or nothing. And we can't say we're going to change it. But however, the rest of Europe still going to do this. Because it, it then doesn't work, does it? It so. made a mockery of the Tom Bradshaw deal in the end, didn't it? To be fair. Because he got it in his head
6: that he wasn't moving. He, he got his head down and knuckled down. Millwall come and just give us a little bit more of an elbow. And he, oh, his, his wife's pregnant. He really wants to go. So come on, let, let's have him on loan. But he got his head in in his head that he wasn't going. And that opportunity still
5: lingered, and it lingered, and it lingered. Yeah, and and it did. did. I think we have to give credit to the club for having almost a ready-made... Well, in the interview, I don't call it a replacement, actually. Somebody they they think higher of or, or think... Ultimately can be, you know, maybe a better player. Um so it's good that it, it's as I suppose it serves both sides. Tom Tom Ratchos closer to his missus yeah. who's about to give birth. We got a decent bit of money, made a nice profit, and we brought a young lad in who by all means is high, very highly thought of.
6: Here's what Gautier had to say midweek actually when he when he spoke to the club and he spoke about basically a bit of an August review, wasn't it? So we'll hear from Gautier now.
1: The Reds Report on BCR, the number one show for Barnsley fans.
8: Well, first of all, I'm really happy that it's, uh, it's now over because it has, been, um, it has been quite a long summer for, for everybody involved at the club. And the uh, transfer window following a relegation is never never an easy task. But uh, I think we managed to do a good job keeping the squad together and strengthening the squad where we it, So I'm quite happy with everything. And you set out the goals quite early of keeping the squad together together and except for a few players leaving that we wanted to leave we have achieved that yeah I think uh, stability is very important and uh, if we struggle last season we have also seen a group of players um Getting together and getting to know each other. So if we can give this, we, we thought really early, if we can keep the same group of players for another season, maybe we can achieve, achieve a promotion straight away. So, so yeah, it was important to do that, and, uh, and we managed to do it. So happy with that. The obvious exception to that is Tom Bradshaw, though. Yeah, yeah. So we have been, uh, we have been telling all the way that we wanted to, to keep, keep Tom with us. But uh, obviously when, uh, when the money was right for someone with 12 months left on his contract, he didn't want to renew his deal here. So when we felt the money was right, and when we also had someone lined up to, to come in, we thought it was the right decision to do it. And uh, as I had the opportunity to say when we sold him, the money will be reinvested in the squad. So happy days. We saw some confusion as to why Tom was allowed to leave with the new change in the transfer window rules. Is that something you think needs addressing going forward? Because he still left on a permanent transfer even though the window was closed. Yeah, well, I think it was the first and the last uh, double transfer windows uh, because, uh, well, the transfer window wasn't closed on the 9th of August. Uh, obviously, it deals was. Were keeping to to happen in the second part of August, and Tom was uh, one of the players to 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 take the opportunity with this rule. So. I don't think we'll see another transfer window like that, because uh, it creates a lot of problems, a lot of problems that I think the EFL didn't think about, but I think now they, they see that it's not a, a good system, so we will, we'll probably go back to the old rules, I guess, or, or like mirror exactly what the Premier League are doing. Did it create some issues as well? Were we looking at any maybe loan players or younger players from the Premier League that the Premier League couldn't then bring in a loan or sign anybody, so we didn't mirror them at all, did we? No, we didn't mirror them at all because they stopped all the business on the 9th of August. Uh, we didn't have this, this kind of problem with the Premier League because we, we didn't discuss any, any loan player with them. But yeah, I guess some club uh, experienced that and, uh, and many other problems aside that. Yeah. And you've been very open in previously during the, during the winter. we turned down a lot of hits for quite a lot of our players. We've been really firm and kept the squad together now, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, it was very important to keep this squad together. So obviously we turned down lots of offers. Mainly because we are in a comfortable position, as I said before. we All the players are, are still under contract for for at least two years, most of them. So we are in a comfortable position to negotiate. So it's up to us to to, to stay strong and, uh, and keep on doing the best.
1: The Reds report on BCR, the number
6: one show for Barnsley fans. So, all in all, Lads Club are happy with the business done, and, and, and it's, it's moving forward now to the Walsall game. We could have had, there was a, could have been a slight possibility if, um of a call off but we only had two international call ups so that's not happening we we face a side that are unbeaten at the weekend like ourselves and once again we look for, we look for a good game don't we
5: we do when if you look at it, you know they've, they've played Scunthorpe, uh, which you know we've played one one they've played Gillingham the one two one they've played Wimbledon the one three one so they've played a couple of sides that obviously we've we've played already and uh, I'm going to regret it. I think it's going to be, the so far, the most difficult sort of home game we've, we, you know, we've had. I know Wimbledon sort of came and parked the bus, but I think Walsall can be, can be dangerous. Um, looking forward to it, as always. It's another test. I mean, as you say, if you want to go up, you need to win the matches, so let's see what it brings. Well,
6: that's it, isn't it, Matty? You're in this situation now where you're unbeaten in September, you're coming into a new month, you've won again at home, you're playing well at home, you're playing well away. Is it wrong to be confident as a supporter and walk into that ground on Saturday and say, well, we'll, we'll beat these? Because it's what's being breathed into the, into the
0: club, isn't it, at the minute? Yeah, it's, it's a tough one because, yeah, you can be confident, but there's that fine line between confidence and, and arrogance. And it's, you don't want to be like that when, you know, we are, pro- we are probably a big team for this division, aren't we? And, and some teams are going to come to well, and it's going to be one of the bigger grounds in, in, in the league and they're going to want to upset Barnsley, aren't they? And upset the fans and upset, this great start Now also, Steen Keats in charge isn't it? He used to play for them, didn't he? Good player for them yeah. um, it, They're sort of building back up a little bit because They suffered, as many teams do that After little losing little in the little playoffs little. They lost Remain Sawyers um, Anthony Ford Sam Manton Tom Bradshaw of course It happened to Chesterfield Look what's happened to them When they lost in the playoffs mm. Under under Cookie Who's now at Wigan it, it, You know it, it's, it, it happens all the time And that's why We're just so glad When you know, we won In the playoffs Millwall you know that's sort of the antithesis is that they really they did regroup and have, and I've gone up but you know looking at us against Walsall now I think we are in a far stronger position and the fact that we've managed to retain as well as recruit some class um you know really backs that up and, and says that we really are going to be in the running you know come May uh, quick score prediction then Matty on that um
6: I'm going to go for another 2-1 2-1 3-0 for me Carlo I was going to say 2-1 I'm going to say two-one. Yeah. Why not three it's Three-one every week from you. You're the talking head. You're the three-one man, aren't you?
5: You're the three. <laughs> you're three-nil. I'm the 3 you 3 i am the 3
0: 0 man this week. I think we'll have to chuck it out to uh, at BFC stats on Twitter. I think two-one's the most common scoreline in football in general. But we'll have to ask him what the most common scoreline is involving uh, Barnsley. It was Jose Maria's favourite score at Barnsley <laughs> as well, wasn't it? Uh, Matty was
6: saying something off the mic. you wanted to give Matty the final word because he's uh, speaking about Danny Wilson off mic. So Matty, you, you obviously dealt with Danny during the filming of that show, uh, the, the film. So. What what you, what you said to us? You can tell the listeners.
0: Yeah, um, I think I think Dice went and, uh, and interviewed Danny. Um, I had the pleasure of, of working with him when he was in his second spell as his um, you know press officer. I even met him a couple of cups of tea here and there on morning at press conferences. That was the acid test, wasn't it? <laughs> Let alone three years at uni, two years A levels, and all those years at school. That was the <laughs> ultimate test. Um, yeah, what what a what a, uh, what a gentleman. Um, and i know he's, he's 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 made it public before that he doesn't really want to be remembered as just that nice guy of football, but he really is and he's a top man so genuine and really interested in what what you 've got to say he'd ask, he'd ask for me opinion on on certain things as well, even though he'd managed a thousand games, and i'm like i can 't tell you that and um but the way that he spoke in the film and the way that he does in general in, in the media he just speaks with such genuine class and he went about things so diligently when he was back at Barnsley and and even speaking on uh, reflecting upon that famous infamous day should I say against Liverpool um you know when we went down to uh eight men he 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 didn't lose his rag he he spoke with such you know he was such diplomacy about it all um and, and, and he understood that it was you know a difficult decision a difficult position to play the referee and um, I just wanted to, to tip me out to him really because he's such a, a, a really really top guy um, and it was just a shame that it, that it didn't work out that, that second time round well, I want to tip our hats
6: to you Matty for the film and for coming in cheers for coming Carlo absolute pleasure as always mate thanks for joining us again this see week see on the you Reds next Report week, mate. we'll see you next week see you Saturday to the supporters keep supporting us and we'll put out the content best we can and get behind the lads on Saturday promotion pushes on for bars we'll see you next week you on the Reds Report <laughs>
1: The Reds Report on BCR,
6: the number one show for Barnsley fans.
1: The voice of South Yorkshire and North Derbyshire. BBC Radio Sheffield.
0: Here's Odijay, trying to get the better of Risa. Using good body strength in towards Howard. Down he goes, and Barnsley claiming a penalty there, and Martin Atkinson not giving it. Big, big decision right at the end of the game in added time. J goes up for it. Away by Carragher. Howard's there once more. Still, it's Howard. Still going. Oh, yes! He's won
3: it! Hey, Becky, what about this beat for your next song? <coughs> It's cool, but I'm into faster stuff lately, like Xfinity that gives me beyond-gig speeds. Got it. What about this, then? Mm. It sounds powerful, just like Xfinity. Because its supersonic Wi-Fi has three times the bandwidth, you can connect hundreds of devices at once. (laughs) That's what I call power. Unbeatable Internet from Xfinity. Made to do anything
5: so you can do anything. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Requires compatible Xfinity Gateway. Limited quantities available. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping, and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. UN, Reds at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.